0: V.C. Projects podcast, and today my guest is Shane Gufog, who is an American artist who looks through the lens of humanity at civilizations both past and present, and views time as threads that connect all people. His work is a visual language that is informed by the spiritualism of abstraction and the realism of the old masters. These two ideas are usually seen as separate, but Gufog fuses them seamlessly into works that transcend and become testaments to thoughts that inform us of who we are in the 21st century. Shane, thank you for joining me. We're in Hollywood. We're
1: in Hollywood, California. Ta-da.
0: And uh, we're back in the El Nido space. And you've just returned from your trip um, to Naples, Italy for your exhibition.
1: Napoli, yes.
0: Um, The inspirational uh, influence of Place. And I pushed you to do this podcast because I felt like your listeners and and uh, people who are collectors would love to hear about the exhibition and your experience in Napoli firsthand okay so um, we're gonna do that and I'm just gonna kind of reintroduce for a minute um, the exhibition was a group show at a very important museum yes and an,
1: an amazing museum I had no idea um, it was uh, I don't even know where to start with it, but it's a beautiful, it's on the outskirts of Napoli, and um, it was, uh, it was like the home of some royal person at some point. Um, and it's really, really exquisite out there, and this building's quite large, and it's also, so it has a museum that has the history of Naples, mm-hmm. as well as a university is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the opening night, it was quite fun. They had all these um, all these docent, these students that were all coached about each of us, oh. each of the artists. So each room where we was a, a one or two students who was there to speak about the work to the visitors on opening
0: night. Oh that's so nice. I yeah. love to hear that. And
1: they all were very very professional. These students
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, like I said, they they did their research. Which is very cool, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, so this was curated by Chintia Pena. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Chintia.
0: Yeah, thank you, Chintia Pena. And
1: Renato. And
0: Renato Arte. Thirteen
1: oh
0: seven. Um, in Beverly Hills, in Los Angeles, in Napoli.
1: Yep, yep. And so, um, anyway, then they have two, three people at work for them, and these the um, two of the girls. A uh, little that I know, they have listened to every one of our podcasts.
0: Oh, that's thank you, ladies.
1: And they've read every newsletter.
0: Thank you, ladies. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> that's great.
1: Yeah, so I didn't, you, you just don't know what's, what's we don't going know what, on out there. Yeah,
0: that all these podcasts, mm-hmm. this crazy idea of mine is yeah. coming to some sort of archival uh, reasoning. <laughs> it's,
1: it's got a time, place, and reason, yes.
0: Yeah. So
1: anyway, yeah, the opening night was um, terrific. I flew in on, I got there Wednesday.
0: You flew from Mo- on Monday here. It was a long flight. It
1: was a long trip. Monday here, I got there.
0: Via Munich? Hmm? Via Munich? Yeah,
1: yeah, I had to fly to Munich and then switch planes. You know, with this whole COVID thing, it's, it's a different world now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to have your green pass or show your vaccination card.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, you don't get on the plane.
0: And that Clear, that, that the, app you do? That
1: Clear app. That works in the United States. It does not work in Europe.
0: Oh, okay. In Europe, okay. you
1: have to have the Green Pass. Uh-huh. So, anyway, you know, they're pretty strict about it all, but that's cool. Everybody's paying attention and doing what they need to do. And everybody's masked up everywhere. Um, but, yeah, it was a nice flight. And I do my usual, um, uh, I watch four movies mm-hmm. and sleep three hours. Mm-hmm. and have a couple of glasses of wine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I went, wherever I, I'm traveling to, when I get there, I just immediately hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And so there was two other artists there staying in the same hotel, um, Todd Williamson and uh, Justin Garcia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I got there and went knocking on their doors and they're like, oh, we're just about ready to go out to dinner, you wanna join us? And I said, yeah. I do. And I didn't even have time to unpack or anything. Mm-hmm. And Todd knew about this uh, Michelin restaurant, you know, Michelin star restaurant. So mm-hmm. we went there and it was just amazing food. Five course meal, um, fabulous wine.
2: Gosh.
1: And you know, I mean, I, I was, what, 30 hours of traveling here and there. And I was working off of three hours sleep. and. Um, but and the, it was
0: pouring down rain, wasn't it? And it was
1: pouring down rain, yeah, yeah. And But the adrenaline of it all Yeah, again, no, the
0: excitement, yeah. yeah. It sounds perfect. So I'm envious already.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did that, and then the next morning got up, and um, they said, hey, we have to go see Chinthia. I said, okay. And so we walked, but it was all uphill, mm. winding back and forth for probably a mile and a half or two miles, mm. and it was steep. Yeah and then I realized that uh, it's like oh I haven't had enough rest oh. so I, it was uh my legs were on fire oh. by the time we got up there but it was all good mm-hmm. and then that's when I met her staff uh-huh. and um, um then we talked about everything and then that was Wednesday no that was Thursday mm-hmm. that was Thursday and um, what did I do?
0: I think you guys had like a press conference or you had uh, a dinner or...
1: That was before I cocktail.
0: got there. Uh, what about you? you oh, went? then
1: that night we had dinner with the whole team of people. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. And um, and that's when I found out that your podcasts are widely listened to. Um, and then the next day was the opening. But I, I went out, just went walking around the city. I think it was... Uh, Todd had to leave, so it was just me and Justin, and we went walking around. I think we went to the Archaeological Museum that day, and that museum has the largest collection of Greco-Roman sculptures in the world.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's
1: just spectacular.
0: Yeah, that's on your Instagram.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. and it's so beautiful. Oh, I, I know what it was. The first day there, Cynthia insisted we go to the museum that houses the... Caravaggio painting. Oh, okay. Uh, the Seven Acts of Mercy. Mm. And so, what we're working on a next project there is going to be hopefully me making a painting. Hopefully, this the same size as a Caravaggio, and it's a giant painting. I think it's twelve feet by eight feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then it's in a circular room. Uh, it's really beautiful. And there's like a, a Botticelli in the room. There's,
0: it's a, isn't it a church?
1: Yes, it's a church, but it's also a a, like a museum. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And so he, Carnavaggio was commissioned to make the painting, I think in 1604. Mm-hmm. And then it was placed in the, it hung where it still is today. And mm-hmm. once hung there, it's never been removed.
0: Incredible.
1: All this time. It's, ne- it's never been loaned for any exhibitions, Has nothing.
0: It- Maybe it's been cleaned, but I'm
1: sure it's been cleaned. Yeah. But it's really a spectacular painting. So Chintia has this came up with this idea about me, sort of having a visual conversation with that painting, and that we're working on that now. And um, and then after the opening, the following week, um, we went back and I met with the director and the art historian of the the place and discussed me doing this exhibition there. So, and I think I'm gonna go back in March to have further discussions. And then um, I will do some studies of my ideas. And then in March, I'll make a formal presentation to the board of directors.
0: So your job is to interpret this incredible Caravaggio painting. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. That's that's, you know, this is what being an artist is about.
1: It's sort of it's sort of fairy dust falling from the. <laughs> Who <laughs> from would have thought sky. that
0: you know it, that this would be the task? Um, Never my wildest you.
1: dreams. Never my wildest dreams. But Rembrandt,
0: you know, you've you've played with, but Caravaggio. This I is... played
1: with, yeah, yeah. So anyway, hopefully it all works out. I think it will. <clears throat> it will. But so then then it was the opening night, mm-hmm. and we drove out there to the space. Um, And it's just beautiful in the way they have it lit. And then in each room, like in the room where my two paintings are, are these um, marble classical sculptures. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just a...
0: Figurative.
1: Yeah, figurative, yeah. uh, Females, I believe, female nudes. And it just, they played off each other so well, and there was a real dialogue, Mm -hmm. visual dialogue happening.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And you know, my painting was about the the bay of naples and about the james fenimore cooper in his his piece that he wrote um that i drew from where he's talking about the blueness of the water of the sea and it was the bluest blue he'd ever seen and and then i was thinking about time Mm -hmm. and all the different civilizations and and countries that had invaded that area Mm -hmm. throughout the, the millennia and there's, there's an imprint from all these civilizations mm-hmm. in Naples. And then making Naples a very unique place, mm-hmm. I think, in all of Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's parts of the old center of it. It's so old, it goes back, I don't know, a couple of thousand years, I think. And the cobblestone streets are very, very, very narrow. They can barely squeeze a little car down it.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah.
1: There's an energy to the city mm-hmm. that's palpable. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's like no other,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I it's if people drove like they drive in Naples, if they drove like that in L.A., there would be a giant catastrophe. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be the end of Los Angeles as we know it. But I think because they all <clears throat> they're sort of all wired the same, and there's no screaming and yelling. There's no you mm-hmm. know, and they. They tailgate each other like an inch, inch away.
0: Mm-hmm. No big deal. So, so let's let's play a little a little game for <laughs> okay. a second. Uh oh. So let's so, so take us for a moment mm-hmm. in in Naples. That this the, the air, the you know the climate, mm. the smell. What is you know visually? Take us for a moment, mm. like a, like a painting, like a general painting. Mm, okay. Take us for a moment. What you saw, what you felt in Naples. Well, today, the,
1: yeah, the buildings are um, they're old. They're most of the buildings. I think, especially where my hotel was, they're probably two or three hundred years old.
0: And what's the color of the city? Is it like a sepia tones, or is it?
1: No, it's a uh, uh, Naples yellow is a prominent color for the buildings, also a Venetian red. Mm -hmm. And then also it's like a a Pompeii red. I don't know how Mm else to describe it. It's a Venetian red is, it has a density to it, but these reds are a different quality of red. And sometimes it's like there's been a little bit of white mixed with the Venetian red to give it a, a more of an airy feeling a lighter feeling. Mm-hmm. So those are the two main colors of the buildings. Um, and then, like I said, all the roads are cobblestone mm-hmm. everywhere. And the little storefronts, <clears throat> you don't walk into a big department store. They don't have big department stores. Mm-hmm. You have these little storefronts. So if you want shampoo, you go into a little storefront that has shampoo. Uh-huh. That's it.
0: <laughs> if
1: you need an adapter for your phone, you Walk into a little electronic store that has adapters for phones. Okay. That's it. Uh huh. You know, it's Good. not. Yeah. Good. If you want
0: commerce is kind there. Yeah.
1: If you want wine, then you walk into a little tiny wine shop that sells only wine. That's it.
0: Oh, I like this.
1: So you know what I mean? So it still yeah. has that old, old world feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's it. I I think because of the architecture, that's inherently there. It can't be modernized in the way that we're used to in, in the United States.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, there's no room to be building mm-hmm. like that. They're mm-hmm. not going to tear down those beautiful old buildings. Mm-hmm. So, and...
0: What does it smell like? And You were there in the fall, so it was rainy. And it was
1: pouring down rain. Um, there the, was... The
0: sea's nearby. so sea's
1: right there. Right there. So the air is super clean, mm-hmm. super fresh. Um... There was a lightning, a few lightning storms that just rattled the city, and there was hail. Mm -hmm. Uh, I loved it though. It was great. Yeah. Really great.
2: Yeah.
1: And then um, for the opening night, we'll jump back to that.
2: Yeah.
1: um, We all had to give a speech. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, there was an author there who, during the pandemic, had read a book about by this Italian author about different Americans who had written about Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Napoli, Mm -hmm. right? So she had read that book and that's what gave her the idea for this exhibition. Oh, okay, Um, yeah. And uh, it was also the 225th year anniversary of the relationship between the United States and and Naples, Italy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was in part a celebration of that Oh. So the U.S. consulate was involved oh, in this nice. exhibition yeah, and, it, and sponsored, financially sponsored the exhibition. Wow,
0: that's yeah. excellent.
1: Yeah. So that's the U.S. Kind. government was involved.
0: That's kind.
1: Uh-huh. And, you know, so it, it was a big deal. So we were there as, yeah, as artists, as American artists, but also as almost like artist diplomats
0: ambassadors ambassadors right. yeah for and the they arts. treat we know in europe they treat artists with
1: great different
0: respect. treatment <laughs> different treatment than here in the U.S. yes it's it's sort of a white glove treatment
1: it is and i i enjoy it
0: yeah who uh, you would know it?
1: and um you know because they they have great um, they revere the art Mm -hmm. and the culture Mm -hmm. and the Italian people are so proud of their culture Mm -hmm. and the arts there Mm -hmm. I mean they're so proud and of the food Mm -hmm. you know it is everything to them and it's just it's it's inspiring to Mm me
0: yeah I I said this to you last night um, when we were having dinner I, I in my travels to Italy I have not been to Naples but I've been to Pompeii and other areas around there but um, it feels like they really the people in that area really inhabit all of life all of the elements yes they they just it's like they take a breath and it and they see they see they hear they they feel they taste they it's just this huge exhalation mm-hmm. of life, and everything is celebrated mm-hmm. in that breath, in that moment, the time, the past, yeah. the the, the yes. present, and, the, and future. the future.
1: You're right. All in one moment. And, yeah. that, and that's what my painting was about. Right. You know, it's right. encompassing this time, of passing of time and in history into a singular moment. And mm-hmm. so the the patterns that I painted where the colors of the buildings being reflected in the Bay of Naples. And these patterns are repeated um, like 14 times and they get smaller in in each one so that it becomes a visual echo Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. past into the present.
0: So from your photographs on Instagram um, and and seeing James uh, Fenimore Cooper and his gleanings of Italy that he wrote in 1838 I noticed in some of the installation photographs, there was your painting, like you said, and a couple sculptures or Mm -hmm. both your paintings. And then there was some text. Yes. And how, how did it feel to enter such a rich, extremely rich environment, historical, archaeological museum, and see your paintings within that whole atmosphere Mm. Did you feel like you achieved everything you wanted to encompassing the author, James Finmore?
1: Yes, I did. And I, I really did. and I was, uh, you know when the painting is you're working on a painting in your studio, it's an isolated, yeah activity.
0: <clears throat> the environment of Strathmore is quite a contrast.
1: Uh, very much so. And so it but it, the solitude of my studio yeah. allows me to take a. A mental journey Mm -hmm. you know and tap into my memories of when I was there nine years ago yeah so yeah it it I thought it I was it was um, very successful Uh, but how it felt to me was that this is my reward Mm. for working you know eight to ten hours a day for seven weeks seven days a week yeah to get these paintings finished it was you know it was a real push Right, and and right. I told you in that last interview that yeah. I, I had moments of doubt if I could pull it off. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. But I did. And so walking in there and you know pulling up to the building and seeing it you're like, "Wow. What a what a great honor this is." And then going in to walk through the the different rooms mm-hmm. um, where the American artists were it you realize that this is, you know, this is rewards for working hard and for following your dreams and for listening to your heart.
0: Well, your entire life. I mean, yeah. it would just end up in this museum, you know, pick up painting three years ago and end up in a museum exhibition like this. And also, I think um, your decision to create this painting in the way that you did with the patterns and not do a still point or not do it. Superior, or not do a landscape, or mm-hmm. you know what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you, your your toolbox or mm-hmm. your said, yeah. your practice to come to that moment and say, I mean, I think you went for it, hundred <laughs> percent. I did. As an audience member, you you gave it, you know, three hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. but you know, if you don't, then what's the point? Yeah. Go big You're or not go home. Yeah. You're
0: not challenged.
1: No, and I want to be challenged. And I, I don't want to make illustrations of ideas. I want the paintings to be the idea itself. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the difference between illustration and art.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's a it's a very it's a fine line, and it's a conceptual idea. But that is important to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That there's a distinction between the two. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that these paintings were very successful in mm-hmm. that way, mm-hmm. um, and people responded to them.
0: Yeah, that was my next question. Yeah. Um, I, you know, in researching your your life and your career, you've always said, "Hey, I don't want to be an LA-based artist. I don't even want to be an American artist. Right. I, I want to be considered an artist, an artist yeah. that can take on each challenge." And seeing. Um, your work there in the museum, and 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 the people from all over the world that came to see it, of course locals and and other people, and the exhibition will be up until March. Yes, so I think the end of March. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be more people seeing it. Yeah. But you know, people say, "Why show your work in other countries?" And I think you get a a lot of gratification oh yes yeah. experiences you better
1: do and you know it's it's a great opportunity to travel uh-huh. and see different cultures meet new people um see how they live that mm-hmm. that enhances my life mm-hmm. you know and how am I going to really be a true artist that can show globally if I'm um you know I put myself in a little box somewhere mm-hmm. that doesn't work mm-hmm. so it's important that I, I spread out like that and, Flap my wings and fly around and and see what's what's out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the cuisine, you know, the pasta and the mm-hmm. pizza mm-hmm. and... Uh,
0: the cheese, <sighs> the, buff- the smoked jof- the buffalo. The smoked
1: buffalo mozzarella <laughs> cheese is to die for. You know, you put it in your mouth, you're like, what? Oh my God, this is just amazing, you know? And then with a nice Italian wine, uh-huh. like... Pff- I'm sorry, I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good to go. So, so the, before we, we cut into the rest of your trip mm-hmm. and, and what you experienced, um, walking away from the museum knowing that the show's gonna be up till March, also knowing that you're gonna be working on this Caravaggio project. Yes. What else could you day, daydream about wanting to experience in your work in that means muse- in that in Naples, what else would you like to do there
2: hmm. in the
0: future? Did yes. you have any like feelings walking through all, you know, you went through so many museums and, yeah. and, uh, cathedrals and historical, uh, buildings and, and things like that. Did you, did you come to think, Oh, I want to, I want to bring my still points here or I want to, yeah. I want to bring my, uh, time and space here you know what, yeah did you have any thoughts like
1: that yeah the still point paintings i'd love to have a show there with those um for sure and you know time will tell um i did meet with uh, some uh, gallery people and we'll see how that goes um there's also the pan museum which is it's in the center of town right now there's a keith herring show up oh, okay. at the pan museum and, and um you know, I'd love That's a, interesting. Yeah, I'd love to have a big show there. uh-huh Cynthia, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I just every opportunity I, I have I can that I can get to, to do things like this, it I'd like to seize the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. It just it it feeds me. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. You, you, know? you can't be in the same gears all no. the time.
1: And then um, there was a day where um chinty wanted to go look at art together so i mm-hmm. said okay mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we went walking around the city and looking at galleries and foundations and we um there's this one um is austrian artist um he did i can't remember his name right now he did the stuff where you know, like the crucifix pieces where he'd um and then blood all over himself and all oh, those okay. ritualistic things it uh-huh. was um can't remember his name.
0: Oh, oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: right. Um, yeah. Anyway, so there was this grand old building that some wealthy guy, Italian guy bought, mm-hmm. and it is now the foundation for this artist and his whole life's career. Oh, wow. And so that's what they do over there.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You know, so if somebody has a lot of money, they buy a grand old, beautiful old building and turn it into a foundation where they exhibit their collection, or they make it available for other collections to be shown.
0: I want to do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and how they've they've taken these buildings and then fixed them up and cleaned them up, and but left the 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 natural the aged beauty intact with them. Yeah,
0: cause they have to do that. They I have to imagine. do that, right? Yeah,
1: and it's it's just so great, mm-hmm. you know, seeing these places and. Seeing how they like to present art.
0: It's truly art um, to to gaze and reflect and ponder and enrich your life. yeah, um, not just art market.
2: right
1: right, right. No and and that was another interesting thing that you just said that was that while I was there, I wasn't thinking about the business side mm-hmm. of my career. Uh-huh. I was thinking about the artistic side of mm-hmm. my career
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know because that's where the focus is there uh-huh. it's on the artistic side yeah and it's on it's not about the money of something it's about the integrity of the art
0: right the longevity
1: yeah yeah uh-huh. and and that's so refreshing
0: it completely is that I I mean I want to live my whole life <laughs> based on <laughs> that concept of working with artists and yeah Focusing on the longevity of it. I know that's not easy for every artist, but um, that's, that's what interests me. Mm-hmm. Um, that lifelong inquiry, investigation, yeah. research, informing the rest of us what humanity is, the layers that we don't see. You guys create, right. you, you give us the invisible. You share the invisible.
1: Thank you. I, I try to. I hope to. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a magic trick.
0: You guys and girls, I should say. Yes, there you go. All right. Yeah. So, it's a
1: magic trick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell us, okay, so do you want to share any other aspects of your, of your trip? I know that, um, well, you did some time outside. Of I did, yeah. Naples and, and you shared with me a really funny, um, Comical story oh, about the cologne. Yeah, and I yeah. don't I don't know how much you want to share on here, but but you want to talk a little about something?
1: Yeah. Um, so Chintia has a cousin um, who lives in a town called uh, Verrabari, and it's about two and a half hours south
2: mm-hmm.
1: of Naples. Mm-hmm. And so uh, her cousin and his wife and family came to get me. Mm-hmm. And took me to Pompeii um, and, and his, um, the wife is a, um, she's an art history teacher. So she's done many, many, many tours of Pompeii. And so going around Pompeii with them
2: mm-hmm.
1: was a whole different experience. And it was yeah. great because she knew what every room was. First like, class. Oh yeah, it's like, well, this was a store. And these, 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 um, these basin areas that are kind of carved out of stone. This is where they would have grains and seeds that you could come and buy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one area, she's like, this was the where you bring your clothes to get them washed. Oh, okay. Like a dry cleaners. Okay. Um, but <clears throat> all these kind of the stuff that she knew, you know, and that they would, they would use human urine. Mm-hmm to clean the clothing to get like the grease out. Okay. You know, but it was a horrible stench, so then that had to be cleaned as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it wasn't an enviable job, obviously, being a dry clean person, but they had them in different parts, and I think that, it, it you know, the population was 20,000 or 25,000 at the time when the big disaster happened with That's the a local. lot of yeah. people. Yeah, and it's just, you know, there's some of the rooms still have the, um, the murals intact. Mm-hmm. And again, you have mm-hmm. that, I want to call it this Pompeii Red. Okay. Um, and these, so these rooms were so beautiful and elaborate. And the mosaics on the floors. And it was a, an incredible city.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Really, really incredible. And that volcano went off and it caught them by surprise mm-hmm. and buried it. And, you know, the whole thousands of people died, just gone, wiped away. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the first stop that we did. And um, then- Sounds um, like you
0: really appreciated that.
1: I did, I did. If I had just been by myself, I don't think it would have had the impact Mm -hmm. that it did with me. Um, So, and then the next day we went to, let me find it here got it all written down on my phone. Um, The next day, oh, we drove down to an ancient city called Matera, Mm -hmm. and it was, again, another two-hour drive further south, and there's these ancient caves that are carved into the hillside, Mm -hmm. and the people there had come from a different part of Italy, and the Turks had invaded, so they fled, and they ended up in that area there, and and dug these, dug out these caves, um, and then over the centuries, and I'm talking centuries, mm-hmm. uh, it's a soft stone that it's almost like a limestone that they're made out of these hills, and so they were able to these people were able to go in and cut out stones like bricks, and then um, and, and then they started building houses mm-hmm. out of these things, and but they were illegal. And um, there was no electricity or anything like that. You know, very primitive little town that they built. Um, And they became what was known as like the embarrassment of Italy. So in the 1950s, the government got them all out of there. Really? Yeah. And so now you have these empty stone houses, you know, across the area there. And then there's a, you know, a town, a city there. Um, And then we went to a museum of a Spanish artist that's dedicated to him. Um, and he used papier-mâché, and he was a friend of Picasso's. Of course, I don't remember his name right now. But, um, and he did these papier-mâché uh, paintings. Oh. Um, and one room was all about the uh, Spanish War. And, you know, and a lot of symbolism um, and abstract figurations. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Were they
0: two-dimensional, yes. papier-mâché? yes,
1: they were. Yeah, yeah, very Why true. did
0: he use paper mache, do you know? Because
1: it was an ancient tradition. Really? Yeah, a crafts wow. tradition oh. that he felt was an important tradition and he wanted to give it more weight. Yeah. And so he did a whole series of art based on using that tradition. And wow. I, I wish I could Fascinating. Yeah. Um, That's all right,
0: we'll, we'll research it.
1: Yeah, we'll research it and then you can put it in the uh, yeah. In the info when you type it out. I've got the whole brochure on them. Okay. And we had this little Italian woman who was like the expert who gave us a private tour. And, you know, she was very funny, rapid fire. And it was like, it was the most important thing in the world to her. Yeah. You know, um, and <clears throat> and luckily uh, Luca and uh, Benedetta um, Brogue were both great Interpreters, uh-huh. you know, so they, they were taking turns of explaining what was going on. Um, and then we went to, we were going through the city, beautiful city there, um, and it started to snow. And it was just lovely. Yeah. Really lovely. It snows. Yeah. love snow. Um, and then there was also a, um, a museum that was carved into a cave, one of those caves was turned into a museum and it was a site specific um, contemporary sculpture. And the same woman that gave us a tour, she had curated these, these spaces mm-hmm. and they were amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it got a little claustrophobic inside there, I must say, um, and some of these rooms were pretty cavernous and you, some of them were, is where they, they would like press the, um, the wine.
2: Oh, okay. You
1: know, stomp on uh-huh. the wine. Uh-huh. And then you see these little channels that were cut into the stone with a hole so that it would then come out. Uh-huh. Um, and then they would catch the wine and ferment it. And uh-huh. and then there was a wine, big, huge wine cellar. So this, these are all now places for sculptures.
2: Oh. Um, yeah. Interesting. And, and
1: people I had never really heard of. But they're great, great works of art. It was okay. very inspiring. And then the next day we went to. Uh, where did we go, where did we go? Um,
0: you got a list here that tells you.
1: Yeah, I got my list, hold on. It keeps moving on me. It's on my phone, it keeps moving on me. <laughs> um, oh, man, I think it was called Met, 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 Mater, uh, Materina, and it has a Christ on the top of a hill. Okay. That's the same as down in South America. In Rio? Yeah, the yeah, same looks size. Yeah, like the
0: same, yeah. The
1: same size and everything, overlooking yeah. Yeah. towards the sea. So yeah. we did a, uh, the whole family did a road trip for that. Um, and that was great fun, mm-hmm. doing that. And the, driving along the coastline, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, Luca told me this is where they shot that one part of the James Bond film and so on and so forth, and... Um, they like to drive fast there, i got to say. So, you know, you're just kind of like holding on. Um, it's like, <laughs> let's see how fast we can take this corner. Um, but it was great. And then, um, and I think that was it. That was time to come back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And here I am, um, fully inspired. And I felt like my brain was going to, um, it was on overload at the end there. I'd seen so much. It was like, I couldn't take any, Any more in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but it was wonderful. And the food was amazing. And the family that I stayed with, they were, they just stopped their lives. And they had planned out three full days of places to Uh take me that they felt would, I would like, and that would inspire me.
0: How generous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I feel very fortunate. I'm a lucky guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very lucky guy. Well, they know that you would really take all this in very deeply
1: yes I do and it's um, I do take it all in and it, it will come back out in my yeah, work
0: yeah
1: and I took probably a thousand photographs uh-huh. and made little videos and um, on, Instagram, on Instagram and Facebook I yeah. I like to put little make little music videos out of them you know and uh-huh. um I, well, I got this rush Adobe thing on my phone so okay. you, a, a movie editing okay. software thing um, so I'm able to edit these little 15 second or two minute videos or whatever I want
0: they're still so right
1: uh, and and videos oh, okay. both I can do both um, and then I, I I get a feeling for what does the song remind me of and say a word will pop into my head and then I type in that word into the music oh, okay you know and then it gives me a list of Here's potential things that yeah. are what you use this word. So that's how I... Sometimes the music is obscure that I find. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's pop stuff. And yeah. This is fun for me to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's another creative outlet. Just, you know, well, light-hearted. And
1: <clears throat> I often, especially traveling like that, I wake up at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's when I... I edit my little videos
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and the flight back was good. Watched a lot of fun movies. Mm-hmm. And here I am. And um, Ready, chomping I'm, at the bit. I'm chomping yeah. at the bit. And there's some colors in some of these frescoes that, like I said, I took a lot of pictures of them. And as I was looking at these frescoes, I was seeing a palette, different palettes for, uh, upcoming paintings that haven't been made yet, but these things were speaking to me very clearly, um, and that was exciting for me. Mm. I just kept seeing, oh, that's a painting, that's a painting, that's a future painting, and it was click, 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 click.
0: Any like ideas on a new series, or?
1: I don't know. You don't know yet, yeah. I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, it will tell me.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not gonna be that pompous to think that I know.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I don't know I just I just show up every day right that's what I can do
0: were you inspired um, I'm a great opera lover so were you inspired by any music down there or composers or it was music music is a big part of your um, repertoire as well and um, was there anything that you know that talked to you musically in any of the places? Did you see music or hear music yeah, going I, through I, places yeah, or? Like the
1: family where I stayed um, uh, the first night there, I, they got out the guitar and I, uh-huh. I played and, and we did a bunch of Beatles songs. And so everybody pulled up the lyrics on their phone Yeah. and, and sang along.
0: Well, you're, you've been a celebrity since your time during the Peace Walk. Peace Walk. In Russia, yeah. In what was that, 1989? Yes. Um, where you you played on national TV? Um,
1: I did. That's all right, Mama. Elvis yeah, all right. Mama. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. In in, in 1989. The music's a
0: great bridge for.
1: Well, and and then that that episode of my life, um, I was in some little village somewhere in Ukraine and <clears throat> staying with these people. And, um, uh, there was a knock on the door and it was a Moscow news with a whole TV crew. Mm-hmm. And so they came in and wanted to film me and film the family I was staying with.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then my interpreter, Igor suggested I, there was a guitar there. So he said, why don't you tune it up and play that Elvis Presley song? So I did. <laughs> and I think it was aired the next night. um, (laughs) My phone's blowing up. Yeah. It was aired the next night and there's something like 50 million people watched it. Yeah. So. That's um, fun. Yeah. That's
0: that's the moment to
1: remember. Yeah. You know, you can't make this stuff up. Well, Um, the the
0: good news is that, um, the Italians, uh, welcomed you with open arms. There wasn't any, uh, issue with that being an American. No. And, um, And you you thoroughly enjoyed every aspect,
1: every moment, every moment.
0: And you're going to be. There was also a film that you were involved in. Yes,
1: there's a documentary um, that's being made about the exhibition and about the museum.
0: Via Chintia Pena and Renato Pena.
1: Yeah, and so um, Justin Garcia and I were the two artists that were still there when the filming began. So we were interviewed um, about our work. And then um, uh, they're going to continue filming in January, and they're hoping to have it done by March, sometime in March, and the, the premiere of it will be in Milan. Mm-hmm. So they've asked that Jeff uh, Justin and I can fly to Milan for the premiere of the documentary film. Mm-hmm. I said, of course, of course, of course, I couldn't miss that. And then if I go to Milan, guess what? I'm going to go see The Last Supper
0: yeah by Leonardo da Vinci well you've seen it before but you got I've seen it twice you're going to be reunited again
1: yes I've seen it twice and um, it's it's all great stuff Mm -hmm. you know it's all really really good stuff and then from there we'll go back down to uh, I think to Naples and um, I think there'll be a closing reception maybe for the show Mm -hmm. and the museum show and then um um, then we'll continue to move forward with the Caravaggio project. Great. So we'll see. Yeah.
2: It's
1: all good. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You know, people ask me. They said, "What do you? What do you? Where do you see yourself in a year from now or two years from now?" I said, "You know, I'm not even going to answer that because that's I'd,
0: kind of a crazy question."
1: Well, I think I would be doing myself a disservice. Yeah. Because there's so many great things that happen that I'm not even anticipating. Right. So, why box myself in with these ideas?
0: Well, life is mysterious how it unfolds itself. Yes. And um, it knows us better than we do ourselves. Right. And. Um, well, there's. I, you know, I, I,
1: I think of fate. Yeah. And I think of destiny. Yeah. And I thought a lot about that on this trip uh-huh. fate and destiny, and how fate is what we're born with, destiny is what we do with it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I witnessed my destiny um manifesting Mm -hmm. on this trip Mm -hmm. so it was really a profound time for me
0: good good it's all good yeah anything else you want to say before we sign off
1: no i think that's it okay i think that's it i think i'm good to go
0: all right well thank you for Thank you for joining me um, in talking about your trip and exploration. You're welcome. In Napoli, and And uh, we'll continue on with your projects.
1: Thank you. I'm going to, well, let me play a little yeah, tune.
0: Yeah, please do. Thank you.